This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington. Social media is huge in the welding industry for welders and businesses alike. And I thought it'd be a great topic to cover to help anyone out there that might be looking for advice on growing a following. I took over the social media here at Weld.com earlier this year, and I sat down with Alex, the creative director over at Blue Demon, as well as Johnny Snyder, who is the social media manager for Edge Welding Cups, with many others on the way. We chat about what we've seen to be successful when it comes to frequency, length, and topic, as well as where to find inspiration talk about the different tools available on the editing side and end off with some advice about making a plan for your page. We dive in after a quick word from our sponsors. When it comes to welding, most people think the danger lies in the fire and electricity, but what you learn fast when you strike up and get a whiff of fumes is how terrible those can make you feel, especially after a long day of work. Welding creates fumes that can be hazardous and you need them out of the way. Luckily, Donaldson has come up with some cool stuff to help welders. They make fume extraction equipment for major fabricators, smaller shops, and everything in between. They've been around for more than 100 years, so they know what they're doing. Weld fumes are no joke, so learn how to protect yourself. Head over to Donaldson.com to check out their stuff. You'll be glad you did. Do you want to introduce yourself to the audience just in case they're not familiar with you and your work? Hi, I'm Alex. I'm 24 years old. I'm currently the creative director at Blue Demon. So I do a lot of the social media content there on YouTube, Instagram, whatever. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that for about a year and a half. And so far, it's a lot of fun. And then we also have a returning guest to the show. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hey, guys, my name is Johnny Snyder. I am the owner and operator of Johnny S. Weld. And I do pretty much everything for my business. Just me. Thank you for having me back on the show. Appreciate it. And look forward to chatting with you guys. Yeah. Well, so the big topic that we wanted to talk about today, I feel like the welding industry had a big boom because of Instagram. Maybe 10 years ago, it started really popping off for the welding industry. And so people getting into the industry, they have seen that as like a way to build a name for themselves. But now today, everything's content. There's so much content flying around. And I feel like it's super overwhelming. I mean, me running the socials over here at well.com, I'm overwhelmed too. So you're not alone out there if you are struggling with content. And I just wanted to touch with each of you. What is your philosophy when it comes to making a piece of content? Whoever wants to jump in on that. It's a hard question. I would probably say quality over quantity, because if you have something that does really good, to me, it's not worth making a bunch of bad posts that are half-assed. No one wants to see a half-assed post. Like, they're just going to scroll right past it. It's not worth it. You have to grab their attention literally from the jump, and then hopefully it blows up from there. What kind of things do you use to grab people? A big buzzword is hooks. What inspires you for your hooks for your content? Good question. I like to do a lot of fancy editing sometimes and I make them like really quick. If I'm going to make an Instagram reel, it's going to be 10 seconds or less maximum. 
the ones that I want to do like really good and go viral, they're going to be 10 seconds or less because people are not going to watch like a whole minute of something. I wish they would because then I could make a lot cooler videos, <laughs> but they just don't. Is that something you've been noticing too, Johnny? Shorter content is definitely more popular. Yeah. Attention span has definitely gone down a lot. I typically just do whatever posting I do. It's generally what I like to see is the way that I see it. If I enjoy seeing it, then the chances of someone else going to enjoy it is going to be a lot higher. And if I don't like it, then I try to shy away from it. What about schedule? What's your frequency? Because I know there's a ton of different viewpoints out there. Like over here at well.com, we try to post two times a day. Some people say one time a day. Some people say three times a day. What's your philosophy? I try to do once a day. That seems to be a good amount. Once every other day is okay. But I think once a day seems to be like the perfect element for what I'm doing. And you know what? I didn't, I introduced myself as Johnny S. Weld, welding and fabrication and all that stuff. But what I forgot to say is that over the past, I don't know, six months, I've started taking on some new roles. And that includes doing social media for some other companies. And one of the companies is Edge Welding Supply. So I'm officially like their social media manager. So I'm on all their platforms doing all that kind of stuff. And since then, I picked up another company and two more on the way. So it's a wild ride to go from just welding in my garage to continuing. They are still doing the welding and then jumping into now doing social media, like almost as a full-time job. So it's been a wild ride, but I thought I'd throw that out there to, so people understand. I'll do some magic editing like we were talking about. (laughs) Speaking of editing, what kind of tools do you use to edit? Like Alex, what is your like main tools for editing? Mostly use Premiere Pro and After Effects. But those kind of suck if people are starting out because you have to buy an Adobe Creative Cloud subscription. But there's a lot of free editing apps. I know iMovie can do a lot, like the desktop version. There's this CapCut. I think it's CapCut.ai or something. It's like in your browser editor. I know that that one is considered very good as well. I use mostly pretty much all the Adobe products. What about you, Johnny? I use uh, Canva for a lot of my design work. Oh, yeah, um, I'm constantly through. bouncing around from my phone to my laptop to my iPad. So it's it, to me, it's the easiest to use for everything. And then I, I use InShot for all my video editing. I've tried a bunch of the different ones. I'm a big fan of CapCut because yeah. I was a Final Cut Pro kind of guy. But CapCut, you can have it on your phone or they do have the web version. But there is a desktop version and it is extremely powerful. Like just a little I'm pro check tip. That out after. Yeah, yeah, I might check that. I've only used the app yeah. on the phone, so no, the desktop version is pretty, pretty banging. Like just because, oh. like render times. This is going to be some like video nerd talk, but like rendering out a video, it takes a long time. And CapCut, the- it takes thirty seconds. I was like, dang, especially for because you also want to think about your formatting when it comes to your social media content. Because every platform is a little bit different. You got TikTok and Instagram and YouTube shorts. They're all going to be the nine by 16, but then Facebook likes a square. And so does LinkedIn. The cool thing about CapCut is that you can, the aspect ratio, you can change it really easy to you. And have you noticed, do you make the content specifically for each platform or you just roll with the real strategy? Who's it, me? Anybody. Yeah, I try to do as much different stuff as I can all over the place whatever once again whatever i see that i'm like oh that catches my attention i roll with like but do you make all of that like me personally over here at well.com i make one one version that is going to be the kind of like reels layout and then i also make another version that's going to be a desktop layout do y'all do that too and if you do that do you see it benefiting on the other sites outside of the main social medias 
I'll jump in real quick and just say, no, I usually will just do one format and push it everywhere without breaking it all down. So yeah, I just go with one. How about you, Alex? I start with one because I make a lot of the YouTube videos and then I like using clips from the YouTube videos or just other clips that I've made that day. But those are all in like 1920 by 1080. So that's terrible for like reels and whatnot. But what's cool about CapCut is you can actually like upscale them to 4K and then you have way more like working room to condense it down into the 9 by 16 aspect ratio. And I do that for some of it because I really like filming reels on an actual camera, but it just is not as convenient as just using a phone vertically how they intend you to (laughs) make the reels on the app. But I just find that the quality just looks so much better to me on an actual DSLR camera than a phone. I agree. But have you heard the rumor that they will reward stuff shot on a phone over like a professional camera? Because I hear that a lot too, where it's like they won't push it if it comes off of a professional camera versus if it's off of a phone. And I've seen evidence for both sides of that argument. Okay, I actually have not heard that. Now you're making me nervous. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't heard that either. It's So like TikTok and Instagram, those are the specific ones where if you use your phone for the entire process and you use their editor for the entire process, they are, there's rumors and these are all rumors and hearsays. That's going to be the name of the episode is rumors (laughs) and hearsays. But so there's rumors that if you use your phone to shoot, edit, and post it all in the same place, they'll push it further. And I've seen it both ways. Like sometimes, especially in my in the music world, I have a bunch of friends that are very heavy in social media. And there's that big debate in the music world. But now I'm seeing it come into the welding world, too. And I'm like, ooh, interesting. I want to pick your minds to see if you yeah. do that. But, <laughs> hey, but we're also I don't work for Instagram or TikTok or any of these places. So I can't No, That's the funny thing about social media is everyone's looking for what works right and what's the secret and nobody knows like that's no, it's, different, it's different for each business company person there's general guideline of what kind of works for everybody and then you break it down to what works for you and your company i think you got to have a clear definition of what success on social media looks like it's like what is your goal i think that's what a lot of people don't really set out with is they just want to get views likes and shares that's the goal and if that is the goal, there's nothing really that is going to lead to. It's like views and everything. Like It's cool. And I've heard a, another term, another hearsay and rumor is those things are called vanity metrics, where it's it looks great, but does it actually convert to anything? So right. like me personally, like I use our Instagram stories a lot to try and share links because that's the only way you can share links now on, on Instagram is like... and. Our majority focus is our YouTube channel and our Weld app. So that's where I can show people, hey, if you want to learn about this type of thing, here's a video over here. Hey, if you want to learn a little bit more in depth, here's something in the Weld app. But what kind of goals do you all have with social media? What is the driving force behind yours? Oh, for mine, we are selling a little bit of Blue Demon stuff on Amazon. And so I like to make videos that direct people to spread awareness that we're actually on Amazon. Before we were not, but now we are, and we're trying to get prime shipping on everything. And so I feel like a lot of people don't know that we're on this. So I make videos to get people to go buy stuff on Amazon. That's great. Or just spread awareness about our product line. Because a lot of people don't realize we have pretty much any type of filler that you could ever want. But not everyone knows what it does, including me. So I have to research (laughs) what I'm actually making a video about. Because this is just some obscure. Some of these fillers are literally like... 
ran your hand across the keyboard and threw in a couple numbers and it's okay what elements are these yeah that's awesome that is awesome and it's awesome having access to all that different stuff you know it's like you're learning a lot are you a like trained welder is that like your background no i i welded a little bit before i got this job just because i like to work on cars with my friends a lot but nothing nothing serious i learned so much so fast starting here about welding it's insane how vast the welding industry is and how much you could quickly pick up once you like just start in it every day like when you're immersed in it it's just man i didn't know what an er7s2 did or (laughs) i didn't know what that did but now i do I, i know which kind of filler is the best cleaning action. What about you, Johnny? What is the the goals and drive behind your social media campaigns? Sales is obviously a big one through social media just to get sales. But beyond that, what I personally really dive into is just like product awareness. Similar to you, Alex, with Blue Demon and all the products they have is like Edge specifically has 250 TIG cups that all have a specific purpose. And so what's showcased a lot on the social media is like the ones that most people use, but there's so many more out there. So the goal is just to constantly be just be sharing new stuff. Some people it just goes up and over their head. They don't really look at it. But the ones that do, they're like, oh, wow, I never knew that simple change in a cup could affect the weld so much differently. So just constantly just sharing new information about that. And that's like with ours, my big goal with the channel, with the podcast, with everything that I'm involved with over here is just trying to show people that may not be in the welding industry what they could be involved in if they wanted to. And then also showing people who are in the industry that maybe aren't like happy with where they are, all the different things that you can do that could probably make you really happy. So that's why I'm always trying to share different aspects of the industry. And I feel like there's been this, there's another really big trend and rumor a hearsay okay so there's the reposts what do what are y'all's view on reposts because that's been like a huge topic of discussion just in the welding industry because there's so many different pages where it's all they do is repost content and after the after it then they're like but buy this t-shirt that makes no sense yeah (laughs) yeah Still so uh, other people reposting stuff just to just to sell a t-shirt that to me it gets old very quick I do a lot of reposts. And the reason I do that is to give credit to the original creator of whatever, who took the photo, who did the work. I like having their name attached on the photo. I like having their name attached to the post because I want them to get the recognition. So I, I use a lot of the, the reposting type stuff, but um, I try to keep it very specific to like specific products of Edge and things like that. Now, the other social media accounts that I work with, I also do the same thing on reposting like customer stuff. So just showing a future customers the work that can be done, not just with what I'm doing, but with other people and how they're doing it. I see like I see reposting as a way like Weld.com is a platform. I don't really see Weld.com as like a specific person. I see it as this hub. We love welding. We love educating people on welding. And I like showing off. If someone tags me in something, there's a 90% chance that I will repost it just because I I love it. I want to help share. If you want to share your work, I want to share it too. Just tag me in it. But we do have guidelines we got to follow, like safety and like language. It's got to be a pretty like chill. Like it's got to just be a post for everybody for us to share it. But most people, they follow that. How about you, Alex? I actually almost got one of our accounts banned for uh, safety violations on the app one time. (laughs) But in terms of reposts, like you said, just companies just literally stealing other people's content and then saying, hey, buy this shirt. I think that's stupid. I think that people 
see through that and you're not really going to go very far just doing stuff like that. But yeah, if people are using your product, I think that's always a good repost because then everyone else can see, oh, someone is actually using this in real life and these are the results they're getting. I want to get those results, so I'm going to buy this product. Exactly. Absolutely. It's something called social proof. Like that's something from the music world that was instilled in me. Like when you're promoting a song, people hate when, like if I was to release a song and I was like, hey, check out my song. There's a much bigger percentage that someone's not going to listen to the song if it's like, hey, this is my song. But if their friend is like, hey, check out this song, they're way more likely to listen to that song. And that's something called sure. social proofing. Mm-hmm. And like in the welding world, especially with products, if someone is using your product, that is the best social proof there is. It's just like, hey, check out this product that I'm using. And I feel like that's why influencer marketing is so big in the welding world because welders, they do cool stuff and people want to watch it. And then the companies that are selling the cool stuff, they're like, hey, saw you using our cool stuff. You want to use more <laughs> of it? They're just wanting to get massive amounts of views. But that's not why the people are tuning in to people every like every post that someone puts up. Like one of my favorite creators is Liv Taylor Dodge. She is awesome. She just posts the coolest reels. She works in the shipyard and just she looks like a contortionist half of the time, like getting into these small <laughs> spaces. But it's it's exciting to watch. And she tells about her life. That's like the genuine thing. And she has thousands and thousands of followers from it and but it's not like she's putting on an act that's just what she is she's like i'm a shipbuilder and i like filming the process and sometimes it's not the safest sometimes it's a little sketchy but everybody watches it they like it and that's a topic that i uh, bring up a lot is doing what you love to do and the most important to me is like being consistent Mm -hmm. so a post a day like if something that she's doing and she really likes doing it and it's a post a day and it's consistent and it's genuine and she loves it, that's the best remedy. That's the best ingredients right there. Absolutely. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Are you tired of carrying multiple pieces of equipment on your service truck? Lincoln Electric has introduced the solution, the Ranger Air 260 MPX. This multifunction engine drive combines an air compressor, generator, battery charger, battery jump starter, and multi-process welder in one compact device, specifically designed for the unpredictable circumstances and job demands of the work truck industry. But that's not all. The Ranger Air 260 MPX is also designed to provide a lower cost of ownership with features such as auto stop-start technology and an electronic throttle body engine with variable engine speed. Don't miss out on this versatile and reliable machine that can handle any demanding job site. Visit www.lincolnelectric.com for more information on the Ranger Air 260 MPX available later this year and save space on your truck for other tools and gear with this compact power horse. What about your captions? Because this is another thing, like there's all these different ingredients to make a perfect post, right? So like the content is one part of it and then there's what they call packaging so that's your thumbnail and then your actual caption and your hashtags. Like when it comes to captions and hashtags, what's y'all's philosophy? Less so. is more to an extent. Cause I think if you put it, I know that 
This might be a rumor too, but I'm pretty sure about this one that you can't use too many hashtags. I think you should limit it to five maximum because if you do too many, I think something gets flagged and it does not do as well. That's just something I've noticed. Yeah, I've heard you can use up to 30 and then I've heard you like it's very funny because everything is shifted to a search engine idea like Instagram, YouTube and TikTok. They're operating more like a search engine. So your hashtags are just the way people are directed to it. So if you use 30 hashtags and half of them aren't don't have anything to do with the mm-hmm. actual post, you're going to get a bunch of people looking at this that are not going to engage, share or do anything for it. But. Yeah, I think that definitely hurts the post if you're hashtag something completely different just to be like at the top of the page hurt you more than it helps you. For you sure. paid for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Similar. I think less is more. A couple hashtags that really pertain to the photo or the post that you're doing makes the most amount of sense. And then less is more. It, it takes a long time like to, to get a photo, to get an image. That takes that takes a good amount of work. But to come up with a caption and the text that goes in there sometimes takes me the, the longest. Yeah. Really got to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you all use any tools like when it comes to like keywords or anything like that? I'm not just going to give that away. Oh, come on, man. Come on. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. Well, there's like one that I have been using recently and I'm I'm a fan of is it's called Flick Social. And it's just it's a really good one for hashtag research to just show you like how competitive each one is, because I have heard there's here's another rumor and hearsay. I have heard you want to use a mix of if you are using hashtags, you want to have some low competition ones, some medium competition ones, and some high competition ones. And so you'll rank in each little pool. There's the baby pond, there's the lake, and then there's the ocean. You want to have a real or a line in every single pond because there's fish in each of them. But there's less of a chance of a giant fish in a tiny pond, but there's also less of a chance of you getting that bite in the ocean. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard that before. I don't know if I've heard it like broken down that way, but that makes a lot of sense. And I follow those guidelines in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, I like breaking it down into just weird metaphors. (laughs) As far as building a community, because I feel like that is, it's funny, the longer social media has existed, the less people use it for social means. Because that's what the whole thing was, is to connect with other people and talk and build communities and everything like that. And now it's, it doesn't feel like that's the main focus anymore for most people. What do you all see? What do you think when it comes to social media? Because I hated social media before I took over this job. Like, I absolutely despised it. And the more I do it, the more I'm actually like, you know what? Social media is cool because I, I get to have conversations with all these different people. I get to learn all kinds of new stuff. And it, it changed my mind. But what do you all think? Sorry, I'm just rambling on that one. <laughs> so what I think about social media, I'll, I'll just jump in. Well, it, it has been... For me personally, it's such a great way to learn new things and talk to people in real time about an issue I'm having or a question or anything like that. I can go on forums and things like that, but this should go directly to the person and ask a question and get an answer. That's probably why social media to me has always been something that I've been into from the beginning. So that part of it is fantastic. Social wise, I lately it's always morphing, but lately I've been getting a lot more messages and the one-on-one messages with people. So it's just uh, a lot less chatty and comments and a lot more, yeah, messages have been blowing up. 
the DMs yeah. are open. What about you, Alex? Like, what is your, what do you think of social media? Overall, I don't know. It, it seems as it's had a negative impact on society in general. But in terms of the welding industry, I think it's pretty cool. I really like talking to all these people. And it's so cool going to the shows like Fabtech. And then be like, hey, we follow each other on Instagram. We've talked for a couple of times. And now I get to see what you actually look like in person. Yeah. So it's really cool in that aspect. But in terms of like human relations, it's probably not good. Yeah. Now, it's, I know like on the mental state of people, it's definitely been hard. Like it's you're constantly you wake up and you're bombarded by one thing that's going to make you happy, one thing that's going to make you mad, one thing that's going to make you sad, one thing that's going to make you confused. It's you're constantly bombarded by content that is shifting your personality. I know like I, I try so hard not to look at my phone first thing in the morning. I usually fail and I usually look at it and then I get mm -hmm. sucked in. And then my whole day, I have a different kind of vibe than like we just went to a maker's camp up in the Catskill, Catskills. Oh, yeah. And so I couldn't be on Facebook, like I couldn't be on social media because there was like the internet was terrible. So like <laughs> I had three days where I was just like not connected and it, I felt so good. I was just like, man, I feel so good right now. And then I got back and I was like, right back into it right back in <laughs> yeah it's just crazy definitely good to take some breaks from time to time yes especially with what all we're doing is we're really into it when it comes <laughs> to like posting and everything do you use schedulers or do you just post via the app great question hey, go ahead alex jump on oh, in. i was gonna say i usually post via the app but only if it's at a good time if i finish a video towards the end of the day, I'm not going to post it that day. I'll wait till the next day because there's certain time you already know this, but there's certain times that just happen to do better depending on the platform and whatnot. And you can find those in your analytics, y'all. Mm -hmm. sure. I do both. So I, I do use a scheduler. So like I'll come up with an idea and I'm like, oh man, this would be a great like post or maybe I can do, I can make a couple at once. So instead of trying to remember, okay, I, I'm going to post this like once a week, I'll just go ahead and do a scheduler app for that. And so that helps me on some stuff. And then the other half is it has to be done organically and daily because the yeah. scheduler only goes so far. It only does so many things that you can use where you just need to, I, I personally, I just need to be able to just manually do it and just get the feel for what's going on. Because there's a lot of things on the actual platforms that are made to help grow posts and grow your account. Like yes. the collaboration feature on Instagram is huge because mm -hmm. you can oh, yeah. share reach with people. And that's something I love doing. Like when we do reposts, like I do, I'll feature people's work on our page, but it'll be a collaboration. So it posts on both people's page. There's no question about who's, whose content it is. It's like there's, everybody's connected. We're working together yeah. on this, but there's also like tagging people in posts is huge. Like you can, they will see it. They will get a notification, not only that you just posted, but that you said something about them. So their curiosity is going to be, let me see what this person just said about me. Absolutely. And a lot of those things do not correlate with the scheduling app. So you have to do those things manually, at least from what I've seen. I know we talked about it a few times as well, but yeah, you, you just have to do it manually. And I think it's better that way too. Yeah. It's, I feel like everybody, there's all these gurus out there that tell you X, Y, and Z, where they're like, you want to do this, have your this set up, and you want to follow this schedule, and you make sure to post at these times, and use these hashtags, and but you just, just set it, forget it, and be good. It's, no, not really, because there's a lot more to social media than set it, forget it. Like, it's you post, and then people are going to say things about it. You got to talk back to them. 
or don't talk to them, depending yeah. on what your terms and conditions are with your platform. <laughs> like some Luck, I, I really lucked out with working with Edge is there the criteria is very much like what I want to do in a sense. There's mm-hmm. guidelines and things like that, but there's no uh, post at a certain time. It has to have this. It has to have that. There's not like real strict guidelines. So that allows me to have like creative control, which have, have, I think I've excelled very much in it. And I've done a really good job and I have fun doing it because of that. That's the key. That's key right there. As I've been told multiple times by people I work with over here, social media is supposed to be fun. Like this should be a fun job. And when it's not a fun job, you got to reevaluate what you're doing because then like people are going to be able to see real fast if you're not having fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I something I always try to do with every episode. I feel like this one is going to be good for just giving people an idea of from our side, like running social media accounts for people, like what we look for. But if you were to give a welder a social media plan, like I would love to just hear if it was the first week I'm ever going to post, what would your recommendations be and advice for me? Like I'm brand new. I just started welding. I got out of school. I'm about to start a mobile repair business. What would you tell me to do? I would say don't be afraid to put a lot of your personality into it because that's why a lot of the big people are big because of their personality. And I don't know, I'd say post once a day, obviously, that we make like a cool day in the life video, look up some YouTube videos on how to edit and make a lot of those like quick edits. People seem to really like those opening the toolbox, start putting the key in the ignition, things like that, like the fast edits like that. Tell us yeah, story yeah. with Don't it. expect success right away and don't get discouraged. Keep going. And yeah. Just keep pounding. Go Carolina Panthers. Keep grinding. They may not be great, <laughs> but they're going to keep playing, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> I also love what you were saying, those quick cuts. Like the thing that I think that people don't realize is what the quick cut and day in the life is doing. It's telling a story. Like you're telling a complete story in a tiny little 15 second post. So this is morning. This is how I get in my car. This is me showing up. This is me getting ready to work. This is me doing a little bit of work. Here's me taking a little break. Here's me doing some more work. Here's it finished up. Here's me getting back in my car. I'm back home. I mm-hmm. There's a closed loop. That's a big mm-hmm. thing I feel like people need to understand is people want a closed loop. Like I posted a video recently where I'm making this fire table that's going to be a, a barbecue and yeah. it wasn't totally done yet, but I made this cl- this compilation, quick compilation of building this. And people are like, I want the finished product. I want the best product. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. I was like, I knew it because that's not a closed loop. So people are not going to be satisfied with that. You got And that's satisfy. probably a post that you didn't think would be all that great. And it's just naturally people love it because uh, you just. No, like people were mad. You're like, like, we want this loop to be closed. We want the end. I want the endings. That's one thing I will say. It's close the loop, everybody. Close the loops. (laughs) With a little bit of suspense, though. Yeah. If you're going to do a cliffhanger, you better have a part two. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I think it's good when you're first starting out to be like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Show your good work. Show your bad work. And just honesty. You're just being real with whoever's following you. And less is more when it comes to followers. I think it's better to have... 50 people that really want to follow you than a thousand people that are just fake. So, so much, don't look, the numbers really don't mean much when it comes to like followers and things like that. Just really just have fun with it. And I think if you're having fun, people will connect with you and it'll be a success if you're on there for the right reasons. I agree. And something else I was thinking that I I have said to multiple people and stuff like that is 
treating your uh, social media as a whole as like an interactive portfolio. That's a good um, one for the welding like, world. Yeah, you never know where what position you're going to be in, whether right now you're, you have a good steady job and you're not looking for work, you're not looking for a job or customers, but all one day it may switch. Someone, you may get fired and you're looking for another job. And when you go to apply, people definitely look at your social media just to find out, like to judge a book by its cover. It's like, who is this person really? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And that that's how you portray yourself, hopefully in a good way that when they see it, they're like, all right, just looking at it in a glance, this looks like a good person to work with. And so utilizing your social media in that sense, um, I think is, is like a really key thing, especially if you want one day want to go out on your own and start your own business or something like that, is you're kind of creating the posts and things like that, that the customers will look at you. Definitely. I get customers all the time. And with your website, I liked what I saw. Then I went to your Instagram or your Facebook. And, and I, I hated, really it. They hated it. I think those people just leave me a bad review and get out. They don't yeah. actually call. That's, that's beautiful. That is the way to do it, especially with welding. Is That was the biggest thing I heard when I was first getting into it is that this is your resume. Like yeah. your people, like, because everything, every job you're going to go get in the welding world, unless you're a social media manager, you're going to take a weld test. It's like yeah. you're going to go take a weld test. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Show me what you could do. Your Instagram profile is like a virtual weld test. It's just like showing people, hey, I did this branch test. Hey, I did this structural beam. Like I built all yeah. these different things. This is my resume. Absolutely. Focusing on that, like showing off your work, your personality. Alex, you were saying put your personality into it and don't be afraid to let it show. Like one of the one of my favorite people on Instagram and YouTube is Melton Metal Anthony. I don't mm. know if you've ever seen his stuff, but he has got a personality, man. And he's not afraid to, sh- like, not afraid to show it. But I love that because he does really well because people like his honesty and it's his personality. Who are your favorite accounts out there besides well.com? That was what you were going to say. <laughs> Just well.com. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's top of the list. Besides well.com, who are some of your biggest inspirations of accounts when you look out? for creating content and getting inspiration. Go ahead, Alex, jump on in. Whatever <laughs> Everybody's you're deep in thought <laughs> right now. I really like Fireball Tools. Yes. Yeah, in terms of YouTube and social media, he's really cool. Talk about honest and personality. Yeah. Like that's him. Like it's a 100% view look into his life. I love that about it. There's a guy, uh, Project Farm on YouTube. I'm not sure about him on social media, actually, but he's very good. He just reviews tools. That's all he does. He does some welding stuff, too, but mostly just tools in general. And I really like his format of just no BS. Just th- these are the tests. Here's a time lapse of whatever test we're doing. And here's the result. You make your own decision on what tool specifically you want to buy. And Johnny's Weld. <laughs> yeah. I was going <laughs> to hell yeah. I, both of you actually, I, I'm always seeing stuff and I'm like, oh, good idea. Good idea. There's always something new that I'm seeing. And I'm like, oh, sh- why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so you both are killing it. Like it, it is very consistent and you guys are really doing a great job. Yeah, um, you stop it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few artists that I follow that whenever I see their work, I'm always like, oh man, such a good idea. Like one of them is Steve Cost. He's just an artist and he uses such random scrap metal and little art pieces and he makes just when you see it you know exactly what it is and it just blows my mind every time i see his work so he's like the artist that i'm always waiting for the next post to see oh what is he gonna make and his photography is great so that that's my fun fun one whenever i see like that i so that's there's one last thing this is the last rumor and hearsay that I want to touch on. I know we already said our advice and everything, but there's one dying question I have. On social media, 
specifically Instagram, photos or videos or a mix of both? I've heard photos are dead, but I post a meme every Monday and they crush, dude. Like they crush. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever I like, if I make a a meme or something that I think is going to be really good, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, but I just go with my gut on a lot of that stuff. Go with the gut. I like it. What about you, Alex? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say because ever since TikTok came out, every other social media has tried to make a short form video format and then they just push that. YouTube shorts right now do way better than actual YouTube videos. Tell me about it. But I don't know because, yeah, like you said, you post a picture every once in a while and then it just does good. It's where was this before? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. Up in the air. It's better to just test. Yeah, just test and see what works for you. Yep. It was crazy is even after you test something and you're like, okay, I think I got a plan in place. You try it again and it just doesn't work. You're like, wait. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part about social media. Once you figure it out, it changes. It's great. <laughs> yeah, this podcast will be irrelevant in two months once the algorithm changes. <laughs> yeah, by the so, time it's posted, don't even listen to this. Stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys coming on and just trying to shed a little bit of light. Hopefully people out there can get a little bit of insight on their social medias from this. But do you, so where can they find your stuff, both of y'all? All my social media handles are going to be at Johnny S. Well, J-O-N-N-Y-S-W-E-L-D. And then, yeah, so I'm available anywhere there. If anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out on social media. I'd be happy to answer. I, I love talking about it. Welding and social media. So bring it on. What about you, Alex? Uh, you can find me pretty much on any Blue Demon stuff anywhere. Uh, you can find my personal account at Blue Demon Senator. And yeah, feel free to shoot me a DM if you have any questions or need any help with anything. Or you want to hire me to make some videos for me for you? <laughs> let me know. Hey, man. There you go. Nice. There you go. I appreciate you guys. And this has been great. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Well.com podcast. And thank you, Johnny and Alex, for coming on the show. It was an awesome conversation, and I know I learned a lot. I also want to give a huge shout out to our amazing sponsors, Donaldson and Lincoln Electric, for making the show possible and helping us all learn about the different pathways available in the welding industry. If you have a topic that you'd like to cover or you want to be a guest on the show, reach out to me on the Weld app at BoDidIt. Or shoot me an email to boww at weld.com. Speaking of the app, if you're looking to grow your network in the welding industry, there's all kinds of people to meet inside of the Weld app. Download the app today and see everything it has to offer to help take your career to that next level. Until next week, we'll see you out there.